Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joining us now, we're very, very fortunate, Gary, uh, to have one of the legends of women's sport uh, on the coast, Ange Jones. Ange, welcome to the Haven. Good morning. What a place to be on a Saturday morning. Yeah, it is fantastic. Ange, you would probably be, if you were 20 years of age, you would be playing AFL contracted, you'd be playing rugby league contracted and probably playing rugby union contracted. Um, Just not quite your time, unfortunately, but you're playing rugby union here with the Trojans. Talk us through the season so far and what games have we got on today? Yeah, so the season so far, we've gone quite well. We've had two games um, playing Lakes and also playing North Lakes. Um, sorry, um, Warnervale. So we've had two wins. Unfortunately, last week we had a um, forfeit, a Rimba forfeited against us, so hopefully they can get back on track. Yep. The girls are playing here this afternoon at 2.20 in God's country. Um, what a beautiful day for football. So it's going to be a cracker of a match. And the first grade, they're playing today first as well? First grade are playing today as well. Um, I think it's a full card against uh, Warnervale today. Right, okay. Mm. So a big, big clash and, you know, obviously a great day to come down, uh, sit around the haven here and enjoy the rugby union. You're also playing a bit of league tag. Tell us a bit I about am that. playing league tag, yeah. So the girls have got a game tomorrow morning, um, 10.30. We're playing a rimba. I play with the Tigers, the entrance Tigers. Um, we've had a good season so far. We've come through undefeated. I think it's round five or six um, this week. Um, we had a couple of tough matches. We played Erin two weeks ago, and they pretty much took us to full time, um, pushed us the whole way. We got away with the win, and then Terrigal was a surprise packet last week. Um, we got away with a four-point win against them last week. And Arimba, your old, your old club, is that right? Um, Arimba, I used to play rugby union with Arimba, yeah, not right. league. But, yeah, they were my original club I played with, um, yeah. so it's always nice to go back out there. Gotcha. So, Ange, you've you played most sports on the, on the case. It, it, I must admit, you must, you play them exceptionally well. I, I knew you when you were playing AFL for Kalani Vale, and you did exceptionally well there. What is your favourite? It's a very hard question Ooh. because people have asked me this over and over again, and I've, as you said, played so many sports over the years, but there's one sport that sticks out that I've played for 22 years and have not stopped, and that's Oz Tag. So I've gone back and forth between rugby, rugby league, um, league tag, um, Oz Tag, as I said, stick around, karate. I've gone back to, I'll go back for a couple of years, I'll have a break, and then I'll go back again. Um, but yeah, Oz Tag, I'd probably say, is the number one that I've consistently played over the years. Speaking of Oz Tag, you've got the World Cup coming up in August this year. Uh, you'll be representing Australia there, which is fantastic. How many World Cups is this for you, Ange? Uh, this will be my fourth World Cup. Fourth so, World Cup. There's yeah. only ever been four World Cups, and she's in all four <laughs> of them, which is not surprising, Gaz. Oh, that is just a fantastic achievement. And, uh, yeah, and, and well done. Just the longevity of it all. And I suppose future brought on early on about, you know, the professionalism in, in women's sport now and opportunities available. Do, do you ever feel cheated because you'd never ever had that opportunity or would love to come back now and, and have an experience of like what the, the girls and women are having now? Um, I don't think I was ever cheated in that way. I think more I take it as I can teach what I've learnt over the years to the younger generation. Um, so some of the girls I play with on the weekend are 20 years older than me, um, especially with Terrigal. There's girls in my team 
that weren't even born when I weren't even born when I started playing rugby union. So it's great for them to have the opportunity, and it's great for me to teach them about what I've learned over the years and see them progress into those opportunities. Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to talk for the next 10, 10 minutes or so. We've got Ange Jones here, absolute superstar when it comes to female sport uh, over a long, long period of time. But just general discussion here. Uh, Guru, I want to talk about Wayne Bennett. 900 games this weekend. What a remarkable career he has had. Probably regarded as the best coach of all time. Uh, longevity for me is really significant. Plus also seven or eight premierships. Throw that in the mix. Uh, but the influence he has had on the clubs that he has been at and the players that he has coached has been significant. Yeah, you're dead right. It's 900 games. But you hit the nail on the head. When you're actually going to judge someone, something that you should always put up very highly is longevity. And to, to be able to, to survive 900 games at the highest level, and you've got to admit, over the course of time, Wayne Bennett has been probably as heavily scrutinised as, as anybody. He's pretty outspoken, but 900 games, he's now taken the Dolphins on a, a new team and where they've got them and they play tomorrow. But apart from the NRL, seven premierships across, what's that, across three clubs? Seven yeah. premierships across three clubs. What he did at State of Origin, coaching Australia... Helped uh, helped England. Yep. When uh, I think they won, what I think they won a World Cup or whatever. Yep. I think he was involved in New Zealand at some time in, in a win over Australia. So he's he's also been able to to expand the game and try to grow the game as well. And Peter Bolandi's come out and, and said this morning or yesterday in an interview when he's in America saying that when he finishes coaching, which he's supposed to be supposed to hand over the Dolphins at the end of next year, so there will always be a job in rugby league for, for Wayne Bennett. Yeah, 100%. And, Ange, you know, I'd like to get your thoughts on, you know, Wayne Bennett and what, you know, being a female watching the sport, obviously you're still, and being, you know, such an active sports person, um, how influential and how important coaches are to a player uh, and what he's managed to do over that long, long period of time. I think as a player, you want to go to a training session and learn something new every training session. And you can see that he brings different aspects to the game. You can see when he was at South, when he was at Brisbane, and now when he's at Dolphins. Um, you can see that the way the guy, the attitude in the club, um, the morale in the club, and the way the team goes out on the field. You can just see that he has so influential, influential to those players. And I think, you know, to be honest with you, he's probably, and he'll be the first to admit, he's probably not the most strategic minded coach what he has the ability to do is get the best out of his players right and to make them believe and to i guess build a culture within a club and i and i look at south sydney now right and i look at the way they play the game right and you can see that his influence is still there right now in the fact that they've got the ability to hang in every contest Right, and he instilled that in the Broncos when he was there for such a long period. He had that rain. You could count on one hand the amount of times that the Broncos got flogged, right? Because he would always instill in his team to remain in the contest, and, and that's what they did. Whether they won or lost was irrelevant. They would always be in the contest. And South now, and that's why they got the win against Penrith a few weeks ago. They just hung in the contest, right? And they have, they've been on the back end of that numerous times, but they're giving themselves that opportunity. So hats off to Wayne Bennett, an outstanding performance. And to think that um, 900 games, let's put that in perspective, right? Let's just say he coaches 25 games a year for a season. Right, you do the math. That's 36 years at the top level. 
consistent. Like, it's just phenomenal. And it's probably a record that will probably, I doubt will ever be beaten. I'd be very surprised if it does. I don't think it will be beaten because the way the society we live in now where it's, when things don't go right, we're very quick to turn the coaches over. Yep. So uh, to have 36 years, you're probably going to need to be at probably half a dozen or more clubs to achieve that, that many years of coaching nowadays. And not only we're talking long, but the success that he's had over that period, which is quite phenomenal, right? Absolutely phenomenal. I heard on the news there just then, the AFL have banned nine males for life for um, racial slurs towards players, etc. I'd like to get your thoughts on this guru just in relation to, because it seems, look, don't get me wrong, there is no place for me in terms of racial vilification, slurs, whatever it may be. Life ban seems really extreme. The way I look at it, it's, okay, so nine players, and it's been on social media bans, I believe, from, from what it's come from social media. So you've banned them for life, but how have you changed their attitude towards towards racism? Correct. You know, they, they could just go and talk to their mates. They could be having a, a drink later on this afternoon. So, and, and someone could be boasting, I've been banned for nine, nine years from, from the AFL. But have they been educated? To me, it's about the education. We spoke about the young fellow who uh, the NRL's banned, who, who racially abused uh, Latrell Mitchell earlier this year. So they've given him a life ban, but he can actually have that ban uh, extinguished on the basis that he meets with Luttrell and then also undergoes an, an education process, which is, once again, he's being educated. My only issue with that, which is fine, but that's only educating one person. We need to be able to educate for somehow, and it's been, is to educate a lot more people at a, at a, at a, at a bigger level. And, Andrew, I'm not sure if you've got any ideas. How do they achieve that? That's a really good question, and um, I think it comes back to what you said. I think it's very much so education. Um, and it's starting from the grassroots up. So you need to teach these kids young at a young age um, how to respect everybody um, and follow it through to the senior grades. You know, it's amazing that, you know, for me, like I played and still do play, right? And it was never a thing for me. or I never saw it where, you know, you just accept people. They're your teammates. You just accept them. It doesn't matter whether they're purple, orange, green, black purple. I, look, I really don't care. I don't care what religion they are. I don't care what they look like. If they've got nine toes, eight toes, ten toes, or twelve, I don't care. I'm just, you know what, it's just, it was just never a thing and I, I, I still, it, I struggle with the fact that we've still got people in our society who will go down that path and use that as a way of hurting somebody. The trouble is, Buttes and, and Angie, we've now got platforms that enable people to do that. Social media and yeah. Like I, you, you, you only have to go onto Twitter and see some of the stuff that's put on Twitter is just unbelievable. And people, you know, and the trouble is, people will go on there and they'll just say stuff they would never ever say to anybody in their life face to face. Probably not even in a letter. Probably they just on yeah. social media, and people will give them support or have a go. And then and you can put stuff on there that could be totally untrue, but someone out there will believe it, and it just spreads. And that's and that's the trouble. And you, you look. Look through the school system nowadays. Is when we're all going to school, when you finish school at 3.30 or whatever, that was it. You've had trouble at school. That was it till, um, you know, especially with a Friday, that was it till Monday. But now it just continues on and on and on. And, um, you know, and, and racism is, is part of that. It's just a, a victim of that. Yeah, no, it's obviously very alarming and very concerning. And, you know, the AFL have clearly made a strong stance and there's still another five people that they're 
looking into or investigating as to whether they get life bans. And look, I, I like the stance that the NRL have taken, you know, giving that kid that opportunity. You know what? He has to learn, right? And, and the only way you can, if you don't know, you don't know, right? So the only way you can learn, sit him down in front of Latrell Mitchell, let Latrell Mitchell explain to him what his words had, what effect that had on Latrell Mitchell, yep. right? And why that hurt so much. Right, then the kid can actually start to understand. Maybe have a little bit of empathy or at least an understanding of what those words meant. Because if he doesn't, then you know what? You're just banning the kid. And how are we going to, you know, how do you monitor that? How do you know whether he goes to a game or doesn't go to a game? You know what? He's going to turn his back on rugby league. And do we want to do that? You know what? Again, we don't want these people in our game. But let's teach them. Let's give them the, the, I don't know, the understanding, the, the ability to actually learn what they need to. That's my little soapbox. Here you go. I'll get off it now for a while. Ange Jones, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you being here.